0: Welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast with Pastor Danny Anderson. Today, we are going to be talking about something that is very, very important, but very difficult for many of us, and that is finding a morning routine. Let's jump right in. Hello, Pastor Danny. Good to see you this morning. Good to
1: be back, Rach.
0: Okay. Usually, we tell our listeners exactly what they can expect to have a breakthrough in this This is a little bit different because we're saying morning routine and there's lots of different elements to that and um, why is it so important to have a great morning routine
1: well that's a great question and you know mornings are extremely difficult for people as you've already mentioned Um, it's for most people it's the least favorite part of the day. <laughs> People get up, they're grouchy. It's, it's tough to get out of bed. Yeah. Um, when we do get up, oftentimes we, <clears throat> excuse me, we just grab our devices our, and we get on Facebook, social media, and right. we're immediately distracted, discouraged uh, by that. <clears throat> excuse me. We're grabbing our email, and and uh, we're still in bed doing doing this, and uh, and and a lot of times we we hit the snooze button too many times, and you know we're late, and then we get out of bed, and we we're in a rush, and we're hurried, and then we grab something unhealthy to eat, and you know, maybe bark at some of our family members, right. and we're out the door to right. class or work or wherever we're going, and yeah. uh, and we're basically in a um, sort of a reactive mode, a reactive mindset, mm-hmm. and um, and then we're in sort of survivor mode for the rest of the day. Right, you know, we're just kind of reacting to what's going on, and it's just a morning a morning routine that is not well thought through uh, can really can really hurt us. For sure, I
0: know in my house uh, we have five people, and only one of them is a morning person, and it's myself. So I get to see that unfold every <laughs> morning: the rolling out and the starting and the. It just seems like. It's so hard to be that uh, fresh and awake morning person. If you're not, mm. if you're not that you way, you have to work at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you absolutely. have to work at it. And absolutely. you know, it doesn't
1: have to be. It doesn't have to be that way. I think a lot of people say, "Well, I'm just not a morning person," right? And so they use that as an excuse. But I know a lot of people that have overcome, you know, that tendency just to kind of wake up on the wrong side of the bed with a with a a practiced, well thought through morning routine that actually blesses them. See, here's mm-hmm. what's true about mm-hmm. all of us. We all have a morning routine. It, <laughs> we we do. Every single one of us have one. The question is, what kind do we have? Is it helping us or is it hurting us? Right. And so I believe that we can think through a, a routine that will actually give us energy, will give us passion, it will keep us focused, it'll set our day up, set ourselves up for success for the day.
0: So uh, tell the truth, have you always been a morning person? Is that is that something, or when did you first start thinking of like, I'm going to leverage my morning for for living well or for starting the day off right or for winning that
1: day? Well, in, to be honest, I, when I in high school, I was not. I mean, just <laughs> my mom would get me up and she would, you know, threaten me. <laughs> so, but, but over time, um, I got a paper route. And so I had a responsibility first thing in the morning. I delivered the New York Daily News. Right. Uh, it was a 6 a.m. paper. And so slowly but surely, I started to develop a discipline of getting up early to deliver my newspapers. And mm-hmm. that helped me a little bit to develop that habit. Uh, but it really wasn't until I became a Christ follower that uh, I really started to see the value of, of, of getting up early and mm-hmm. spending time focusing on what's most important—my relationship with God. I actually had. Uh, two men that took me under their wing when I first mm-hmm. became a Christian, and they invited me to come over to their house before work, which was super early. <laughs> it, it was, you know, after I delivered my papers, and we would spend time praying and reading. And, and after that, you know, 30 minutes, I would always leave feeling, you know, focused and energized and... Um, Like I was really thinking about the most important things about my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that kind of carried on through college. And I was so thankful for that. And even to this day, uh, I'm still practicing that. And so, I've noticed that I feel more positive. I feel more resilient. I feel overall just more happy in my life. And uh, so then, you know, as I read the Bible, you know, I, mm-hmm. I came to see that that Jesus actually had a really good morning routine. Like it was it was his practice to get mm-hmm. up early. In fact, in Mark chapter one, verse thirty-five, and I know not everyone listening to the podcast is a is a. A Jesus follower reads the Bible, but Jesus did this. It says, "Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed." And that was the routine of his life. He would mm-hmm. often get up early and and spend time in prayer. And so I said, I thought to myself, "If he did that, man, how much more do I need to do that?" Right, so, right, right. Um, yeah.
0: So you mentioned po- being positive, more resilient. Are those the are those the main benefits that you feel or
1: Sure. Yeah, I think I think if I could narrow it down to to two main benefits that, that I think of, uh, the first one would be that you end up with a more uh, more of a focus
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the on the important things in your life, you know, whether that's your relationship with God or other people, or your goals that you have, or you know being a good parent, or mm-hmm. whatever is the most important things in your life. When you have a, a, a intentional Morning routine, you live in alignment with those important things, mm-hmm. and they could just be your values. You know, the, what 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 are the values in your life? What do you think is most important in in this world? And a, a healthy morning routine will get you focused and aligned with those things. And I also think that in the in when the morning routine is over, uh, you feel better, you have more energy, you are uh, more uh, physically. You know, you, feel, you know, your body is, your your blood is, is flowing, your heart mm-hmm. rate is up. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an emotional side to that, and there's a physical side to that. And I've become, at this point in my life, dependent almost, yeah. uh, or addicted, you could say, in yeah. a good way, to the feeling that I have, both internally and externally, uh, from my morning routine.
0: Yeah, I think you know um, I'm a morning person. Get up at 5 a.m., have my morning routine, and go through it. And and I know what I do every morning, but what are some good elements that you would suggest for a morning routine?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to talk about six things, and I don't necessarily do all six of these every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I've gathered these from listening to other people who talk about morning routines, whether it's Tim Ferriss or some other some other people on YouTube, and read some books on it. Um, mm-hmm. So these are these are ideas that that I think will help anyone put together a, a healthy morning routine. Uh, but it's not a legalistic thing like, hey, you have to do these six right, things. Right, but, right, right. but these are these are generally uh, good, good elements. So the first one I would say is to go to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> so a morning routine requires that you wake up early. So if you're going to wake up early an hour before, hour and a half before you have to be wherever you need to be, you have to go to bed earlier. I mean, yeah. the average person needs, you know, seven hours of sleep. Some of us a little bit more, some of us a little bit less. And so if you have to do the math there. And, you know, if you <clears throat> basically you back it up from, you know, when do I need to be where I need to be minus, you know, so you subtract your seven hours and then that's your, that's your go to bedtime. Yeah. You know, if you want to have this morning routine, um, you know, Tom Bilyeu, he's got a, um, a YouTube channel called impact theory, and it's very popular for, personal development, he said that a great morning routine starts the night before. Mm -hmm. And that includes going to bed. It also includes um, preparation. This is a huge piece for me. So before I go to bed at night, I'm putting pieces in place that that it's going to help my morning go smooth. So I'll get the coffee ready. I will get my workout clothes ready. I'll get the clothes that I'm going to wear for the day out. Sometimes I'll even iron them. Um, I'll put my journal and my Bible in the place where they need to be mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that when I wake up, I'm not looking for all these things and trying to find it in the dark and it's yeah, 530 good. in the morning. And so I and so because these things are already prepared, I can get up and just start moving right away and go right to the coffee and right to my spot and start reading or whatever. Uh, so preparation and going to bed early.
0: Oh, I think that's really good because I think there's so many of us, and I know especially... Uh, our teenager listeners that fall asleep with their phone in their hand and mm. they fall asleep mm-hmm. with like they just didn't prepare for no. what the day is and adults too absolutely sure, adults sure, sure. too listening to whatever and not um like powering
1: down right for
0: the for the night yeah. you and could that,
1: even call it uh, a, go- a going to bed routine uh, mm-hmm. you know you and that's part of a good morning routine is a going-to-sleep routine. <laughs> I love
0: it. I love it. That's I, I do think that's a missing element. Um, what else? What's our next one?
1: Yeah, so I think that uh, this one might not be on Peeper's radar, but I think you have to decide what you're going to do with the snooze button. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really have thought about this and experienced this and talked to people about this. The snooze button is a great invention. It's also a horrible invention. Right, 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 right. And the reason, let me talk about why I think it's horrible. I think it's horrible because the I, there's this thing inside of it, it's like, oh well, you know, I'll just hit it one more time and one more time turns into two and then two turns into three and, sure. th- and all of a sudden you're, you're hitting it seven times. yeah, and then you're you know, you got 10 minutes to get to work or wherever you got to get to and and you're, and you're just out of time. So in that sense it really it, it's deceptive, right? You think it's a good thing and it, it ends up hurting you and then you feel like a failure because mm-hmm. you slept, you overslept. You hit the thing too many times, so I have gotten to the, my, the point in my life where it's like, "Look, I'm going to manage the snooze button. I'm going to I'm going to hit it twice, and that's it." I get two. I get two. Now I wish it was just one, but I like two. I've just noticed, <laughs> I just noticed that. Well, and there's room for grace. Well, and and what it does is it, it lets me know that okay, and my snooze is nine minutes. I don't know why it's nine minutes. It's just nine minutes. I I said it, so it I'll get nine more minutes of sleep. So if I hit it again, I get eight. I get a total of eighteen. So I'm like, oh man, eighteen minutes. I got I got eighteen more minutes when that buzzer goes off and that just makes me feel good there you go i get a little bit more rest but then as soon as that 18 minutes is up i'm like okay i gotta get going get up get up get up so in that sense the snooze button can can bless you because it is if you manage it well and everybody's got to decide what they're going to do with it
0: is it being intentional absolutely back down into your uh your ritual before your or your routine before you go to bed deciding on that snooze ahead of time Mm. what else have you found to be helpful
1: so this one is kind of new okay Uh, this i've not practiced this but i'm really excited about it i've only been doing it for gosh a couple weeks um make your bed (laughs) oh no make (laughs) there's a little book i picked up uh, by admirable admiral uh, william McGravin, i think that's how you say it called make your bed and he gave a talk at, I think, it, at uh, yep. Texas University. University Texas. Yeah, University, University of Texas. Texas. Yep. And he turned it into a little book. And it's all about how little habits can create better habits. And he tells a story in the first chapter about it being a Navy SEAL and how every morning they had to make their bed. And it wasn't just any normal bed. They had to make it to where a, a quarter would bounce off their sheets if, you know, right, their right, right. guy came in. And so it was intense. Um, and and I and I just thought, you know what? Let me just give this a shot. I've always been that person that's like, I'm not making my bed. I'm just gonna get back get in right it. back in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. My wife would ask me to make. it. I'm like, why? Yeah. It's so silly. But uh, but his his argument is that it will just it will give you a feeling. In fact, this is what he said in his speech. I just want to read it to you. He said, if you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a sense of small. uh, It will give you a small sense of pride, and will encourage you to do another task and yet another. And if you happen to have a miserable day like this, (laughs) you'll come home to a bed that you made, and this will give you the encouragement that that you need to go on tomorrow. Hmm. And I just I thought, man, that's really. I want to see if that works. So so far, I really feel good after making my bed.
0: So you do think that it's um, it's one of those kind of keystone habits. You feel like making your bed can be something that. Really does impact the whole day. I really do. Do I sound like I need convincing? I might sound like
1: I need convincing on this one. I do. I I mean, Charles Duhigg. We we've both read this the book The Power of Habit, and he Mm -hmm. talks about keystone habits and how one simple habit in the book he talks about it being exercise. Yeah, Uh, that exercise triggers this habit of eating better, and you know, in being more organized and more productive and then spending less on credit cards and smoking less and all these different other habits start to fall in line because of Mm -hmm. this one habit and I definitely think that making your bed at least the admirable the admiral says that it is a keystone habit.
0: Okay, that seems like one that's pretty simple. No, no matter, like, if you can't do the snooze and you, you can't go to, you don't go to bed early, you can do all of them. Yeah, <laughs> that you could make your bed. We, if you, if you try that, listeners, we'd love to hear how it, how it starts to improve your life. What else do you have for
1: us? So then, then this is the main p- meat and potatoes. This next step for me, and okay. I, I never miss this part. Like this is for me the whole morning routine evolves around this, uh, this one. And that I just basically, I, it's reading, listening, journaling, meditating, consuming inspirational content at some level. Now for me as a Christ follower, this mm-hmm. is my Bible reading. You know, I go through the one year Bible and I will spend at least 20 minutes taking in the scriptures, reading it. I will, and then asking you know, God to show me one thought, and then I will journal that. Some some people may have heard me talk about SOAP before: right, right. Scripture, Observation, Application, Prayer. I'll write that in my journal, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll spend some time in meditation. And meditation is uh, simply focused thinking. Uh, it's mulling over something in your mind from different angles until that thought is absorbed into your Mind into your heart, and it, mm-hmm. it's kind of locked in, and so that's the power of of meditation. It's not meditation in the sense that you're blanking out your mind. I know that sure. that's another form of meditation. We're not talking about emptying your brain and creating a clean slate. We're actually talking about filling your mind right. with positive, inspirational, you know, faith building ideas which for me obviously is, is the Bible and the Bible is a, a book of faith and the stories and the people and the things Jesus did mm-hmm. it really does build my faith and so this for me this this time is anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes and this is where I I'm just filling my cup you know and sometimes it's a podcast mm-hmm. sometimes I'll add in uh, a book that I'm reading on top of the, the Bible, um, but, but uh, this is the, like I said, this is the meat and potatoes. This is where we change. We change the way we think. We change the people that we are uh, in, this, in this time period, and I just can't imagine starting my day without filling up my cup at this point in my life.
0: I agree totally. This is um, one of the morning routines, primarily my morning routine in the morning, mm. and I started it in middle school. Mm. And I'm much much older than middle school now, and uh, I I truly attribute this part of my morning routine with uh, giving me what I need to be sustained throughout the day. That morning, I'm taking in of um, the encouragement that Mm -hmm. the Bible gives me, but Mm. also again other books and podcasts in the morning. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and I want to make mention just, and I know this is already a popular app that people have, mm-hmm. uh, but the Bible app, the YouVersion oh, so Bible app, and I can't, so I, don't, I don't know how many millions of millions of downloads it has right now, but um, I think their goal is to have a billion. I think they're they're getting pretty darn close. I can imagine. Uh, but that Bible app, I use it every day. There's so many plans on there. I recommend it to all my friends. If you're mm-hmm. if you're like, well, what would I read? I don't have a plan. I don't know what to. Sure. Go to the U Version Bible app. They've got plans for, you know, marriage. They've got plans for how to overcome depression. They've got plans for how to over- overcome pornography. Everything you can think of right. is is on that app. So,
0: and there's some accountability in there too. You can do a reading pr- plan with your with your small group, mm-hmm. um, or with just a, a friend, mm-hmm. and you guys can do the same reading plan together. You're right. It's a great app. It's a great app. Mm-hmm. What else would you suggest in that morning routine?
1: Yeah. So this one, I don't always get in, but, but I try, I'm trying more and more and, and I'm getting better at it. And it's the, it's the step of visualization. Okay. And visualization is essentially kind of picturing in your mind how you want the future to be how you desire the future to be. And and there's two kinds of visualization. There's long-term and mm-hmm. short-term. So mm-hmm. I'll take some time to think through my day. How do I want this day to go? Uh, what are the three things, the three most important things that I need to do today? And when am I gonna do them? And I will literally write them down in the time slots, mm. like this podcast, like yeah. it's, in my, it's in my planner, 10 o'clock. You know, we're gonna do this recording. Um, I'll do that for my workout. I'll do that for other meetings that I have, whatever. And, um, so that allows me to be, you know, it's kind of like laying the train tracks down for the train. Like Mm -hmm. this is where the train is going. Mm -hmm and I'm going to prepare the way for it. Now, my day gets derailed sometimes, you know, and something happens and you, but it's, I'm not reactive. I'm proactive and I'm planning out the day and visualizing how I want it to feel and how I want it to to be and who I want to be with and what I need to do. And then there's a little bit more of the fun part, which is the long-term visualization of, you know, man, where do I want my life to be in a year from now or five years from now, or 10 years from now, or even 20 years from now, uh, I will think through what do, I want that to look like? And does my day and my week, is it planned to accomplish that? Mm. And that is something that, uh, that I'm practicing more and more. And actually, to be honest, I have for years, not as consistently as I'd like to, uh, but it, it absolutely works a hundred percent. And, and, uh, you know, we kind of, we're basically, um, creating the, again, the train tracks for the, for the, for the, our life to run on, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, of course you're flexible and you're open to things changing, but, um, for the most part, uh, you know, you're, you're being intentional with the direction of your life.
0: So that kind of attentionality in the morning, that really can change the trajectory of the day. Mm
1: -hmm. I encourage people to write down their goals every day if they can. Yeah. What are the, what are the three things you're going to do today? But then also what are the three things you're going to accomplish in the next five years? And just to keep, keep that out in front of them. I, I was listening to someone talk about Jack Nicholas, the golfer, mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. Tiger Woods. Um, they said that Jack Nicholas never hit a shot, never even in practice, without having, a sh- without having a very sharp, in-focus picture in his head. In other words, he would visualize the, the, the golf shot before he swung the club every single time. Okay. And that's just, it, it's because it works, right? you know, you, you just to practice the practice of visualization. So
0: I love that you also said three for the day. Cause I think sometimes, um, when you get into the visualization part of the morning, you could get overwhelmed with everything mm-hmm. that's ahead of you today mm-hmm. from, I mean, and I don't mean the hard things. I mean, like groceries practice, mm-hmm. uh, okay, now I have to go wake up my hardest person to wake up in the house. Like, Just that when you're doing your morning routine. Um, So having three that, no, these three things are going to rise to the top of not just my to-do list, but my accomplishments of the day. And I think that goes back to what you said at the beginning, too. That's going to make for a really nice... uh, getting ready for bed and powering down for the day, mm-hmm. looking back and being able to say, ah, oh, I nailed those three. Or, hey, I got two done really, really well, and this one's moving to tomorrow, but I can sleep right. because I know what I'm going to do with it because I visualize where it's going to go.
1: Mm-hmm. That's really good.
0: Well, I know what the last one is, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the hardest one for me in the morning. So I'm I'm taking notes. I'm ready. Let's let's yeah, go last. So
1: number six is exercise. Yeah. yeah the dreaded the dreaded <laughs> E word. So uh, so I read a book a couple of years ago called The Miracle Morning mm. by Hal Elrod. And like he's kinda like the the guru on morning routines. And it's a really, really good book. And he's got this acronym called Savers and each letter stands for a word. S is silence. And you know, we can go through them here in a little bit, but it's a really good plan. Right. And, uh, and we've talked about some of the elements of, of that here. Um, but he really feels one of those elements is exercise. In the book, he says this, morning exercise should be a staple in your daily rituals. Uh, when you exercise for even a few minutes every morning, it significantly boosts your energy, enhances your health, improves your self-confidence, and enables you to think better and concentrate longer. Mm. And now I, I am a huge believer in that. Um, now, it, in the book, he talks about Bringing that into your actual morning routine. Now, I have to be honest with you. I don't always do that. Sure, sure. I do on certain days, and then there's other days where I will exercise later, later in the afternoon to kind of break up my day okay. uh, and give myself a break. But I'm a huge believer in exercise and the energy that it brings to your life and the and the passion. So,
0: so when he's talking about uh, making it part of your morning routine, I'm thinking, okay, I'm up at five. Um most days never after five fifteen, and the the last person that has to get out of the house has to be at school by seven twenty mm. so in that time frame, there's a lot of things to be done mm-hmm. and <laughs> lunches to be made and... that's right. I mean, I'm sure I should Sometimes. have done it the night before, but, <laughs> but maybe maybe this week I'll do that, but I'm thinking exercise is. Like, mm. I'm not going to go put on my suit and go swim mm-hmm. at, at this time mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, yeah. So what are your so – I know exercise is a part of your rhythm of your whole lifestyle. And so what would you say to someone like me who sure. is, yeah. like, it's not going to happen in the morning.
1: Right. So I think the key in to what Hal said in the, in his book is if even if it's just 10 minutes, okay. I mean, we're not talking necessarily talking about – the workout that you would do for forty-five minutes to train for the half marathon you're running, or right, what, right, Whatever. Right. But we're talking about movement—some sort of movement for five or ten minutes, whether that is taking your dog for a walk, right, right. or you know doing some yoga, okay, or jumping rope. For 10 minutes, getting your blood flowing, getting the oxygen, oxygen moving through your body, your heart rate up. Mm-hmm. That's ha- that's mm-hmm. the, what he's really referring to. If you can't do the long 30 minute, 45 minute swim that I know you love to do. Right. Um, by the way, I, I would never be able to do that. <laughs> you totally could. Getting in a pool. You totally could. Even when it's hot outside, I just <laughs> hate, hate, hate it. I really do hate it. Um. But kudos to you. You can well, get, nice. in, get <laughs> it's my favorite. Get in a pool and freeze to death. Anyway. <laughs> um but you know, so so I think he would say, hey, take take fifteen minutes, ten minutes to stretch or do something that, that just to get your blood moving.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you put it with the with the walking of the dog or I get it now that Mm -hmm. it's, it's not the intense workout per se, but it gets you, it gets you moving. So as we, as we get ready to close today, what are some final thoughts that you have?
1: Yeah. Just one other thought on exercise. And I, and I, came across this years ago and I really, really liked it. I, I don't even know who said it. I tried to find out who said it, who the author was, but maybe somebody can find it and send it to us in the, in the, uh, in an email. But this person said, exercise doesn't take time out of life. It puts life into your time. Oh, okay. And I, and the reason I love that quote is because I would always say, well, I just don't have time. Right. I'm so busy. And the reality is, is that we, we make time for the things that are most important. We do. I mean there's every single one of us do that. So if it really is something that is going to help us we'll we'll do it. And I realized I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." I, I'm making an excuse, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get this done. Uh, so I just wanted to say that one last thing about exercise. And obviously, yeah. if you can include it in your morning routine, great. But even if you can't, at least at some point, even if it's after work, you know, or uh, or in the middle of the day, you know, if if you can squeeze it in over lunch or something. Um, but you know, to kind of wrap up, I would I would encourage people really to go and get Hal Elrod's book. Uh, it's called The Miracle Morning. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> and. um the subtitle is "The Not So Obvious Secret Guaranteed to Transform Your Life Before 8 A.M." Not so obvious <laughs> secret. And and he goes way deeper, and he talks about his you know, his uh, his acronym savers silence affirmations visualization exercise reading and scribing, which would be journaling. Hmm. And uh, I just wanted to close with a quote from from his book because this isn't something that he wrote about uh, like in theory, this isn't a theory for him, like his whole life changed when he started to create a solid morning routine in 2008, he had this successful coaching business and, uh, it was thriving. And then, and then the recession hit Hmm. and, uh, he lost half of his business, half of his income, started losing customers like crazy, uh, was, was planning to get married, was planning to have a kid. And his whole life tanked, literally. Oh, wow. And he dove, he, he talks about it in the book, he goes into his deep depression. Um, and he had already survived a major car accident and almost should have been dead. I think he actually died on the scene in the book. He says that. Oh, and he yes. says, this was much, the depression was much worse than the recovery from the car accident. Mm. And so he had a friend recommend that, hey, you need to, you need to leverage your mornings. Come on. You, it'll pull you up out. You need to start running and you start you know, getting up early. And so he started to do it. And this is what he said in the book. And I thought this was great. He said, my stress levels dropped dramatically. I had more energy, clarity, and focus. I felt genuinely happy, motivated, and inspired. Thoughts of depression were a distant memory. You could say I was back up to my old self again, although I was <clears throat> although I was experiencing so much growth so so rapidly that I was quickly surpassing any version of myself that I had ever been in the past. And with my newfound level of energy, motivation and clarity and focus, I was able to easily set goals, create strategies and execute a plan to save my business and increase my income. Wow. And he just goes on and on and talks about the benefits of of the morning routine, and so when I read that, I was like, man i gotta I was already sort of doing it, and so but I pressed in harder yeah to make my to to make my mornings that much more uh, powerful wow, so
0: so wherever you are listeners and you um are looking for that breakthrough, maybe it's the, just starting a morning routine, or you could hit any of the six, going to bed early, managing that snooze button, uh, making your bed. Make that's, that's your it. bed. Do it, do it. <laughs> uh, reading or listening, journaling, meditating, uh, visualizing, or exercising in the morning, um, you have so many different areas that you could have a breakthrough with your morning routine. So thank you so much, Pastor Dina, oh, for all my of privilege. those. Oh, um, If you want to check out uh, more information on Hal Elrod's book or How to Start Soap Journaling, you can find those in our show notes. We always appreciate if whatever platform you're listening to this on, that you like it and share this podcast, especially if you have a friend who struggles with mornings or um, or any of the episodes that we've done before, we would love for you to share those as well. We will see you back in the next episode. We're so thankful you were here and share this with a friend. Thanks, Rach. You're welcome.